Today's episode is brought to you by The Voice App, a voice social media platform created to promote a better world while adding a personal and emotional element to interaction. Your voice is the most natural means of connecting, communicating, and socializing. So we're going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us about uh, the current project that you're working on. Okay, um, my name is Nova King. I'm a blind and pop artist. Um, I started losing my sight when I was 17 years old. I suffer from the, a, a gene called Libras. And um, if you abuse any kind of drugs, then it can activate that um, that gene and cause you to go blind. Or if you smoke cigarettes, drink anything, can cause it to, to uh, trigger. And uh, when I was in a group home, they were giving me this medication called lithium, and it triggered the Libra's gene, and I started going blind. And my older brother, he did music, and so did my um, younger brother. So music was always around me, and after I couldn't play sports no more, you know, I kind of gravitated towards music and helping me cope. And I seen an opportunity to use uh, the music to represent a culture of people that was misunderstood. Um, and the song that I'm pushing right now is called Swag Killing Everything. It's uh, produced by Don P. from Trillville. And it's doing real well right now, man. It's pretty much, you know, my statement to the world that blind people do care about their parents. And, you know, we like to be fly just like everybody else. Right, right, okay. So now, <clears throat> you said you were in a group home. Now, how did that come about? Well, um, me and my mom never really got along. Um, you know, something that happened between, uh, happened to her when she was younger. I was a, a rape kid. Um, and I just feel like she took that out on me a lot. And every time she saw me, she saw the person that did that to her. So, um, at a certain age, um, she used to abuse me so much as a kid. At a certain age, when I got a little older, um, she thought that she was going to keep doing what she was doing, and I took the uh, object from her, from her that she was trying to hit me with. And at that point, she realized she couldn't keep abusing me, and she called the police and made up all this stuff so I can get sent away in the home. And that's how that came about me getting into the group home. Okay. So now that's a very traumatic story. So now growing up since you knew that and you dealt with that you know what type of uh effects did that cause upon you like your own mental state and things like that it made me real angry and i always felt like i had something to prove to people and you know i was always trying to fight anybody that that stepped up or looked at me wrong or stuff like that it just made me real angry and lashing out at other people to, to kind of cover up what, how i felt inside Okay. Wow. So now, you said you kind of always were familiar with music and different things like that. Um, so when did you really get your start into doing music? Around what age? Um, really, 18, I was playing around with it. Um, from 18 to 23, I was playing around with it. Um, but within the last couple years is when I really started, uh, like, learning the business and taking it real serious and wanting to, to make it a full-time career. I always wanted it to be a career, but I wasn't serious about it until around, like, 23, 24 years old. And that's when I really started getting serious. Okay. 
so have you spoken with your mother since you know you've gotten older or how's the relationship between you all now well my mom she died um so she's no longer alive and I didn't know what the real story was until after she died. That's the suck part. Like, I never really got to talk to her about, like, oh, wow, so this is why you treated me like that. It, it, she was already passed away when the when the truth came out about everything. So, um, but before she, 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 uh, she passed away, I mean, we got to spend some time together, but we really didn't get to mend what happened to me when I was a kid before she passed away. Okay. Okay, I'm sorry to hear that, then. So, um, you know, as you develop with the music and everything like that, does your past like fuel, you know, your motivation to continue to do music and everything? My motivation, it comes from, I guess, me being told I can't do this or I won't be nothing. It just gave me this fighter spirit to where I feel like I could fight through anything. That's how I was able to fight through blindness, and that's how I'm able to fight in this industry, man. Like, I just, I had this I can't lose mentality, and it really came from the way I was treated as a kid. Okay. So, now, because you are uh, blind and everything, does that really place a lot of limitations on you musically, or do you... Uh, you know, do you deal with some type of or form of criticism because of that, or is it? Uh, are they more welcoming to you? Only reason I get criticism is because I don't look blind, I don't move or walk like I'm blind, I don't act blind. So that's the criticism I get. People think I'm faking it. They think I'm pretending with some type of gimmick to get famous. But um, the limitations of place it's just like I do. Uh, have some limitations to me when it's writing because I feel like uh, sighted people do have an advantage when it comes to that because they can go look in a dictionary and then turn around and be like, oh, that's the definition. Oh, that's what that means. I'm going to write this right down so I can use it in this rhyme. Me, I can't do that. So a lot of my words and my wordplay comes from like, I have to look at the dictionary, memorize the definition. Really, it really takes a lot of work to do what I'm doing. And then I write everything in my head. That has gotten a lot easier. But in the beginning, it was kind of difficult. Okay. So, um, I guess then, as far as, like, how you would be doing the music process, and you would have to have, like, a lot of Braille with you, or how does how does that work as far as, uh, you know, if you are trying to figure out a concept or, you know, you're thinking about something? Nah, it's all in my head. No braille, no nothing. Like, I do all of that in my head. The concept comes from listening to the beat, me playing around, freestyling. I, then I grab some of the stuff that, I, you know, when I'm freestyling, I'm in my zone. So I grab some of that stuff that I liked when I was freestyling. It might be a dope uh, word for or punchline for a verse. Um, it might be the hook. You know, I freestyle the hook and I freestyle... Um, some of the verse and then I, when I get some lyrics I'm really good I really like then I zone in on those lyrics and add to them and build my song based around that but I'm really in tune with the beats and listening to the instruments and really understanding what it's um, telling me to do on that track okay so I mean really man you got a, a definite uh, inspirational story then 
So where did the name Novocaine come from? Novocaine comes from, um, yeah, it's, it's like a two-sided meaning. Like, so Nova, I was born in Northern Virginia. Uh, not born, I was born in Baltimore, but I was raised in Northern Virginia. So that's where Nova come from. Cane, I'm blind, I walk with a cane. That's where the cane come from. But I also um, took hold to that name because I feel like a lot of stuff that in the uh, that happened in my life has kind of numbed me to um, listening and believing in that I can't do anything. So when people say you can't do this, I don't feel that. You know what I'm saying? So when people say you're not going to, I don't feel that. I feel completely different. So I feel like I'm numb to any kind of um, any kind of negative uh, energy that's coming my way. I don't. I just I just push through it. So that's where the name Novocaine come from. Okay. Okay, that's definitely what's up there. So, um, another question then I want to ask you. Now, in regards to the latest single, how did you come up with uh, the, the title for that? And, and, you know, what's the story behind that? Well, I went through this phase with the fashion stuff. So, not phase, but lately I've really gotten into fashion. I've always been into it, but really, um, lately, um, my girl's been really showing me the ropes and like really helping me and in, increase um, my uh, visual, my mental visuals of clothing and understanding how to still be fashionable blind. So um, that that made me want to write the song Swag Kill and everything. Also with uh, people kept, you know, blind people don't got swag or blind people can't dress, they look weird. So, you know, it was, it was a lot of motivation from that. That was like, okay, I'm gonna make the song called Swag Kill and everything because I know I can address a lot of these sighted dudes that's trying to like clown me for real or clown blind people. So let me make a song and um, showing them that yo, we do know what swag is, you know. <laughs> right, right. So, like, as far as musical inspirations, who do you look up to then? Um, my attitude and like my all around demeanor. I look up to Ray Charles. But music-wise, I'm really, um, you know, I pull a lot of inspiration from Wiz Khalifa and um, Little Wayne. You know, I pull a lot of inspiration from them, too. Okay. Okay. So now you have the single out, um, and it did over a million streams, correct? Yeah, my, uh, my uh, single I dropped 2017, I should have went to college, did over a million streams. Okay. And um, Swag Kill and Everything is currently at 300,000, uh, almost 400,000 some streams. Okay. So you're definitely buzzing right now. So are you going to follow up the, the singles with an EP or an album, or how are you going to do that? Uh, man, um, I let the market decide. If the market's ready uh, for an EP, it will be ready because I am working on my project Blind to the Game. But um, if the people want another single, they'll get another single. So I'm really just listening to the fans and filling out what they want. Okay. So do you have any uh, collaborations in mind that you would be interested in working with? Yeah, man. Um, of course, Wiz Khalifa. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to looking with uh, working with him sometime in the future if that ever can be possible. Um, and... Uh, I can see, you know, me working with someone like Drake and Cardi B, too, in the future. And also the Migos, man. I, I really want to do something with them. So 
that those are the collaborations I, I hope in the near future that I have the opportunity of making happen. Okay, so that's definitely what's up, something to look forward to. Um, so another question I also want to ask you is, what do you, you know, what do you think about certain things that's going on right now as far as in the music industry? And what I mean by that is, what do you think about the comments and statements from the Kanye West and, uh, you know, just other different things going on with other artists? Well, I always respect Kanye West because I just feel like he's a marketing genius and he knows how to get people buzzing. He knows how to get people talking, get people's eyes on what he wants their eyes to be on. So he's not just an MC in the booth, he's an MC outside, like, period. He just, he just knows how to control the conversation in the crowd. Um, and the way, and other than that, I mean, uh, I, I salute everybody. I, I, I respect what Lil Yachty's bringing to the game with, um, you know, um, him knowing where he stands with his audience and um, what he's doing with his brand and understanding business. I really respect, like, these younger guys' business mentality. I mean, I listen or like a bunch of their music, but they are a lot more business savvy than people would like to give them respect for. So, you know, that I'm really I'm really excited to see more of these kind of artists coming into the game regardless of the music. It's just I respect the fact that finally people like Lil Pump and Lil Yachty are smart enough to uh, take control of their careers early and be able to um, eat off of that. So I respect that and I think that uh, we're in a new golden age of hip-hop, man, and I'm excited to be a part of it. Right, right. Okay, so that's definitely what's up, man. So, um... Where can people find you at on social media? Man, it's going down on the gram. That's where I be at the most. So if y'all y'all want to mess with me or you know come come you know hang out with me on Instagram, that's at Novacane LLC N O V A C A I N L L C. And um, if you want to learn more about me, my music, or my story, or anything like that, y'all can go to NovaKeenLLC.com. And that's N-O-V-A-C-A-I-N-L-L-C.com. Okay, so, um, again, what's the title of the of the single right now that you have out? Swag Killing Everything. Swag Killing Everything. And people can go download that everywhere, right? Yeah, that's everywhere. They can stream it. If they if you're a stream junkie, you can go stream it. If you sell respect buying it, you can buy it. Alright, that's what's up. We wanna thank you for taking the time out of your day to give us an interview for S O M Talk Live. Alright, thanks man. Anytime. Right. Download the voice app today. Welcome to the Voice Revolution, a voice social media platform created to promote a better world while adding a personal and emotional element to interaction. Your voice is the most natural means of connecting, communicating, and socializing. The Voice app will present you, your voice, and your emotions in a unique way to the world. Effective communication is not just about exchanging information. It is about understanding the emotions and intentions behind the information. Download the Voice app today. What's up, everybody? It's the host of SOM Talk Live, Ruben Wood. And I'm personally telling you, download one of the hottest apps out right now, the Voice app. You can either visit their website at T-H-E 
D-O-I-Z-A-P-P.com or get it on your Android or Apple devices in your App Store or Google Play Store. Download the Voice app today.